Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything that we do is to provide a profoundly different investment management experience. Everything um, is centered around you, the client, whether it's financial planning, whether it's active management, whether it's trying to provide and reduce market volatility. Clearly with the market doing what it's doing, we have been incredibly busy lately. I wanna make sure that you know that we have to, have to, have to look at that portfolio today and make sure that at least you know what volatility you have, what potential losses you could incur. Uh, it may not be a big deal when you're in your 30s and 40s and, and maybe early 50s, but mid 50s and on, especially if you're retired, um, you know, this volatility can be life-changing and it's probably not going to stop. And that doesn't mean it's always going to be bad because a lot of volatility can be good as well if you're positioned correctly. So we've had a tremendous amount of individuals that uh, have reached out. Uh, they're worried. They're concerned. Why are my bonds down 20 to 30%? How do I recoup that? What's going on with my equities? Rob, can you just share uh, what is going on in the world today. So if that's you, if you have any questions, any questions regarding your portfolio, how it affects your future income, how it, you know, how to minimize risk, how to minimize losses, how to stop the bleeding and then ultimately recoup, which we're going to talk a lot about today. Um, you know, just give us a call. You can call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to talk this week. Uh, the number is 630-492-1912, 630-492. 1912. Uh, or you can always visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Check out what we have there. You can also schedule a time uh, to talk as well. So I thought what I'd do for this show, again, if you've listened to you know the radio show and if you're a weekly listener, thank you. Um, most aren't. I mean, that's just the way radio goes. The average listener is uh, about seven minutes, not just with my show. Maybe it's seven minutes and one second. I don't know. Uh, but just in the industry, uh, especially when it comes to finance shows. And I'm always amazed when I listen and when we talk to people about what um, piqued your interest to reach out. Because that's a big leap. Let's face it. it it's just a big leap. The, um, you know, people are conditioned to think that all advisors are the same that everybody's losing money. And, and, and those just are not uh, accurate statements. There's many big funds that are up 20 to 30% for the year. So there's money to be had and there's money to um, certainly be made. And I think that's what separates the good advisor versus the average advisor is most advisors have become lazy because the market's you know annualized at what, 13 to 15% a year. Um, and my challenge is to get individuals to call before they feel the pain point. Uh, so that is what I'm going to keep trying to do. But when people reach out, you know, it, I, I hear often, well, you said it was just one thing that you said, or 
I don't listen to the radio much. I happen to be in the car and you said this. So again, if we say anything that piques your interest, uh, hopefully, you know, if you've listened to the show or if you've caught some of, you know, we do podcast uh, the radio show, um, you know, on our website and all of the, the you know, every social uh, podcasting site, at least most, I believe. Uh, so you can always listen to what I was saying last year, the year before, et cetera. Uh, but hopefully, you know, by now that we're not a, um, a group that's going to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Uh, we're not a group that is, you know, just because we didn't bring the idea to you that we're going to say that the idea is bad. And I'm going to also talk a little bit about that today because I have a, a, an experience that I want to share with you um, on that as well. So, you know, if anything we say that piques an interest, again, you know, just give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So people are concerned. Um, I understand completely. Um, people are worried. Um, people are nervous. People want to know, investors want to know what is going on in the world. What are we, you know, what are our thoughts on interest rates? You know, we hear recession. What does a recession mean? Um, we hear, you know, when it comes to our safe money, you know, why am I down? And that's one thing that I really want you to take a look at. If you're managing uh, your money um, or you are uh, working with an advisor and your fixed income holdings, which are bonds, individual bonds, ETF bond strategies, closed end strategies, anything that is, you know, used for the quote unquote balanced section of your portfolio. Okay. So what is that there for? Well, it was there for, to provide stability to the ultimate, uh, overall portfolio. So if equities go down, well, this is my safe money. This is the money that I think ultimately will minimize my losses. It'll buffer the volatility and hopefully that it'll go up. Well, clearly that's not the case. And this is not a surprise. Uh, it's not a surprise. The fed did everything they could, but but tell us exactly when they were going to raise interest rates. And it's just, uh, I just don't get how and why advisors would not have proactively uh, protected clients from the interest rate hikes that we saw. So most didn't. Um, and if you're managing the money on your own, these are the things that you have to look at. And, and most people, unfortunately, don't understand how interest rates are uh, affect bond prices. People that I talk with constantly say, well, hey, I thought my bonds were safe, but I'm down 20%. I mean, on my bond portfolio, I'm down 15%. If you look at the aggregate bond index, you know, depending on, you know, strategy that you use, uh, you're probably down 16 to 17% for the year. If you have longer term bonds, you could be down 30, 33% for the year. And, and this wasn't something that happened overnight. This, I mean, the Fed telegraphed this because this has thrown the financial system into a uh, world of chaos, um, chaos that you just can't imagine. And if it's affecting, you know, uh, pension funds and endowments and institutions and the rate of the hikes, uh, just imagine how it's affecting that person who's in your mid fifties, your sixties, your seventies, your eighties, and that bucket of money that your advisor told you was safe is down 20 to 30%. If that's you, I just want to have a conversation with you. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, because we have to have a repair strategy. 
equities are going to go up and down. So many philosophies on how to manage money. If you listen to us or if you work with us, you realize that we're, you know, we're big believers in momentum. Um, you know, we're, and we're going to talk a lot about that, you know, uh, on the equity side and, and the challenges that I see with the traditional advice that's being given. Then I want to spend the rest of the first segment on fixed income and bonds. And, and let's just call it your safe money. If there was no other strategy to utilize, then you would just have to sit and take it. Or you just sit in cash and, you know, it's, it's return of your principal uh, at that point rather than return on your principal. Um, given the fact that, you know, interest rates, you know, were so telegraphed to go up. And here we are with, you know, investors being totally blindsided, um, you know, down 15 to 30% of their fixed income. And then the answer, and, and I hear this because I, I speak with a tremendous amount of people who want answers uh, and a lot that we ultimately end up working with, but their advisors are still telling them. I had one um, uh, potential client tell us, well, we, made 9% on our bond money last year. It's like, well, what does that mean? I mean, what does that mean when I'm down 15 to 20 to 25% on my bond money this year? And again, this was telegraphed. This was not something that should have caught anybody by surprise. Um, and, and that's when you know that you have a good advisor relationship. You have a good proactive advisor that looks at risk management differently is if your bond money um, didn't go down because you would have gotten out of uh, the bond strategies. You would have replaced those strategies with strategies offered by banks or strategies that are offered by interest, uh, insurance companies that are not interest rate sensitive, that would have no bearing, direct bearing or direct reaction to rising interest rates. And, and that's the challenge because if you look at how long that money is going to take to come back, I mean, equities come back, and, and that's what I was, you know, said a few minutes ago, and I lost my train of thought, but equities come back. We can debate, you know, how to own equities, you know, but, but ultimately, when the markets rebound, you know, those equities are going to come back. The fixed income strategies, it could take years. It could take five years. It could take seven years. It could take 10 years, depending upon what investments uh, that you're in. And you need to repair that, and you need to have strategies that, um, can give you and mimic that same safety, you actually provide more safety because that's why you have that inside of a portfolio, but more importantly, can recoup those losses much, much faster. Uh, that's what I'm concerned about. And when you have advisors that let that happen, number one, um, to me, that's a really a fireable offense uh, because it was just unnecessary. Again, we're talking our safe money, our fixed income money, our bond money, the money that you don't want to see go down or have a lot of volatility. To me, that's a fireable offense. And then the audacity of advisors who, when clients call in and say, hey, what gives, um, to just say, you know, ultimately it'll come back. Well, what does coming back mean? I mean, it come back, it could come back, but could it take, well, it's going to come back, but the, the deal is time. Is it three years? Is it seven years? Is it 10 years? Because if interest rates keep going up, that, and, and I do think we're in the tail end of, you know, the interest rate hikes, at least for this cycle. I mean, maybe we're in the seventh inning. Um, so, you know, we're starting to put, uh, bring on new positions, especially in the, in the municipal space. Um, and there certainly could be more volatility there, but we're not trying to call, you know, peaks or tops and bottoms. But when you call an advisor and you say, hey, my safe money is now down 20 to 30%, 15% or whatever, what are we going to do? 
Well, if they don't have a strategy to recoup those losses, which generally means not being in those strategies anymore, being in something that can mimic the safety, but give you much more upside to recoup those losses, well, then we need to really have that conversation. Because when you look at the total aggregate bond index strategies, by you know most everybody has them, and the one in particular that I'm talking about, it may be the biggest, I don't know, but it probably is the biggest. You look at the 10-year number, first off, it's down 17%-ish um, uh, for the year. And if you look at the 10-year number, the 10-year return number is 0.85%, at least when I looked at it, maybe a little slightly different today. And think about that. You're giving your safe money to earn 0.8. I mean, come on, and, and, and it's just, you know, adding insult to, to injury when, when, you know, you're getting told by an advisor, you know, we'll just stay the course, and ultimately, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, recoup that money. It may take you seven years, it may take you 10 years, uh, but that's a fireball offense, in my opinion, especially when it comes to the fixed income side. So with that being said, um, if you've lost uh, a significant amount of money that you're uncomfortable with, and that's different for everybody. But most, again, most bond funds, bond strategies are down 15 to, to 30, 35%. Uh, let's have a conversation. We can talk about why, but more importantly, we can talk about a repair strategy. We can talk about a strategy that can provide that stability that you so desired when you were going into that strategy, number one. And um, more importantly, we can talk about how are we gonna recoup these losses on the bond side much, much faster. Uh, potentially than uh, than what you're doing. So 630-492-1912. Call Paige. Uh, she'll set time for us to chat this week. 630-492-1912. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for joining us this Saturday morning. I am Robert Kuhn. I'm also the, well, first off, I'm the host of Destination Retirement. I love doing the radio. I think it's fantastic. I think our, mes our message resonates. I see the downloads. I'm very happy. Thank you all for, for listening to uh, the radio show. It, a lot of people catching on podcast. Uh, please uh, send that link on if you find any value in what we're doing. Uh, it doesn't matter. Our message is to educate and protect and, and help and recoup and, and just make sure that we're providing a service to, to the investors, especially in this market. So we do podcast it at KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. A couple things about us. We're a fiduciary, obviously. We talk about that a lot. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. Everything we do is to try and provide a profoundly different investment management experience, whether it's financial planning, whether it's tax mitigation or lifetime income strategies or principal protection strategies or opportunistic growth strategies. I think we'll talk a little bit about that uh, here this segment. If you were with us on the first segment, we talked a lot about uh, fixed income and those losses and how fast it could, or not how fast, but, but how long it could take for you to recoup those losses. So we really wanna talk about a repair strategy if you're safe money 
is down 15, 20, 25, 30, 35%. I've seen some down uh, 35%, and people candidly are shocked. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate, but, but we have to repair that. We have to stop the losses, and then we have to repair that. We have to recoup those losses, and, and I have ideas and strategies that I think are going to help you recoup those losses much more rapidly, uh, especially in a continued rising interest rate environment. So if you want to have a conversation, we would love to do that. Uh, Paige, um, our great assistant, can schedule that for a time for you and I to talk this week. Just give her a call at 630-492-1912, 630 630- 492-1912, and she'll set that up. Again, the website's kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. So let's talk about equities. I know we talked a lot about uh, fixed income in the first segment, uh, but it's what uh, the first thing that everybody says to me that we talk about, and it's really the first thing that I look at because I can tell a lot by uh, how good your strategy is, how good your advisor is. Not all advisors are created equal. I mean, my goodness, uh, especially, I, I just can't tell you how many advisors, you know, this just simply became a game of just bringing in new money and not managing risk because the markets just simply went up, you know, at a 13 to 15% clip for 10, 11, you know, 12, 13 years. Uh, and then what happens is a year like this year where equities and stocks are down. Uh, clients just don't understand what happened. And so those are the individuals that we're talking with. Those are the individuals that um, we want to spend a lot of time with. We don't want to uh, work with people who don't want help. Um, that's just not our group. We're not, we're not the type that wants to talk anybody into something. Uh, the reality is we can only help you if you ultimately want help. I had a call this week with an individual and in, in, at Wall Street as a for-profit game, obviously, as a fiduciary uh, with a registered investment advisory firm. Clearly, we charge a fee. And this individual was down you know, north of 20%. And uh, we were down, well, you know, at least the, the model that we, we showed him was down substantially uh, less than that. And he couldn't get over a fee. And he couldn't get over paying a fee to somebody to lose, uh, well, what the model was down was single digits, uh, net of those fees. Now, again, you know, past performance is an indicative of future results. It doesn't mean that that strategy is for you. I want to make sure that you understand that. Clearly, we're not trying to uh, come on here and, and, and just, you know, cherry pick strategies, but this particular one uh, was down single digits net of fees that we showed him, and he was down 20 some odd percent. And he said, well, I just can't get over paying somebody a fee to lose money. And I'm thinking, hmm, okay, so you're doing it on your own and it's free, right? Not paying a single penny to anybody. Yet you're down 23%. And if you were down hypothetically 7% net of fees, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you. So again, I always respect everybody that this is your money. Uh, it's not our money. Uh, it's your money. It's your family's money. It's your future money that you want to leave as a legacy, no matter how much it is. I mean, everybody can leave a legacy. You leave a thousand dollars. It's a legacy. You leave 10 million. It's a legacy. A legacy is a legacy. Um, so we didn't, you know, talk down to that person. We just didn't understand the math. And, you know, our job is to, as advisors is to really work with those individuals that want help. 
that understand that they need help. They understand how math works, which if we lose less, ultimately we make more. They understand that when it comes to equities, if we do have a large cash position, because the money is being actively managed, which is down this year, of course, many of our growth models are down this year. I mean, investing, you know, you can lose money. I mean, if you're getting that, if you want a risk-free free rate of return, well, you can get it, but your, your returns are going to be obviously much less. But when you look at an equity position that has large cash positions, well, those returns are probably going to be recouped much, much faster rather than those individuals that um, just have that buy and hold lazy strategy. And, and buy and hold doesn't mean um, buy and forget. It doesn't mean that you can't play offense, that you can't play defense. And in the same token, when, when you look at, you know, active management, it doesn't mean it's active management, you know, per the second, like you're some crazy wild day trader. It's just you're doing what you're supposed to do when it comes to owning individual equities. And the biggest mistake that I see in this industry with the majority of people I talk with who have assets uh, of investable assets between, you know, kind of that $100,000 to kind of in the $5 million mark is that they're fully invested at all times. They have a token amount of cash uh, for the advisor's fee and they're full gun, full bore, full, you know, throttle, whatever, you know, analogy you want to use, no matter what happens. And so what happens when the markets go down is they have no capital to put to work at much lower prices. I mean, this is investing 101. You know, investing it, it is really not hard. It, it's identifying, you know, companies that have a present a good valuation is challenging. Um, but investing is nothing more than trying to buy, you know, an asset that's worth a dollar for something less than a dollar. And then when it reaches that dollar, then trying to find another investment that, again, you're trying to buy, you know, a dollar's worth of value for something substantially less than a dollar. The challenge and the problem that I see with most individual investors, and certainly if they're managing the money on their own, or most financial advisors, if they just simply have that buy and hold strategy, listen, that's fantastic for them if they're getting paid a fee to do really nothing other than take your call when you call in or have a quarterly review and then try to convince you that, well, it's okay to lose money. You know, ultimately the market will come back. Well, it could come back in, a, I mean, what kind of length of time? I mean, to me, that would drive me crazy if somebody told me that. I would want to know, okay, well, we, we've lost money, but, but what's, the core, what's our course of action? What hedge did we have? Well, we're having conversations with our growth money that, you know what, we're heavy, heavy, heavy cash position still. And when that money gets put to work, you know, hopefully at much lower prices or current prices, and then the market's rebound, well, then that money is going to be recouped much, much faster. So again, let's have a conversation this week if we can answer any questions for you. Uh, Paige uh, is our assistant, and you will actually speak with me. Uh, she'll set that time up for us to talk this week. It's just an introductory call on kind of what we're doing, what you're doing. And if there's a match there, if there's a need there that we can help fulfill, then, you know, we'll, we'll go over next steps on that call. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Okay, let me get to the biggest mistake. Sometimes I go on, you know, my mind just, you know, thinks about something and then it takes me down a path and I forget to share with you, you know, kind of what my main point was. The challenge with equity investing 
and and that's your growth money. It can be ETFs, it can be individual stocks, whatever it is, mutual funds. Uh, but this is your money that is subject to the market. The challenge that I'm finding constantly is there is no change inside of those portfolios. There is no real active management, and they're owning stocks that you know. If, if we go back to you know COVID, right? Well, what was popular? What was the momentum? I mean, it's supply and demand. When money is flowing into an asset, it doesn't matter what asset it is. Generally, it's going to increase the price. And it's no different with, with stocks. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just how it works. It's very, very simple. So you had a lot of the stay-at-home stocks that were doing well. You had, you know, anything, you know, technology-related that um, would allow people to work from home and be more efficient. I mean, those stocks really, really did well. What stocks didn't do well? Well, you had the energy stocks. I mean, the energy stocks just absolutely got crushed. And so there was one you know, segment that made a lot of money. There was one segment that lost a lot of money. And then what happened once the world came back? And, and you know, we started to get back into much more of a routine. Well, those stay-at-home stocks, they really got hit. And a lot of instances gave up 100% of the gains that they had. And then what stocks came back? And this is an oversimplification, clearly, but I'm just trying to articulate a point. Well, what stocks came back was the energy stocks. And if you look at the energy stocks and what they've done, I mean, they've made a tremendous amount of money. So if somebody would just follow the money flow, I mean, generally speaking, you're going to make money and you're going to limit your losses because with technology today, uh, you can follow it. It may not be something you want to do, but we can follow it. And, you know, when we talk about stocks like Apple, for example, is it a great company? I mean, I personally love it. Some people don't like it. We're Apple family. They've, you know, got us in, you know, their ecosystem. And um, that doesn't mean that it's a great investment. It doesn't mean that it's ultimately, you know, an investment that, you know, you want to own forever. There are times to own stocks. There are times to sell those stocks. We always want to have a portfolio. And again, this isn't, you know, day trading. You know, we're trying to, tr you know, trade things on the hour and, and do that. I'm certain there's people that are listening that can do that uh, and do it very successfully. It's, that's just not us. But we always want to put our clients in a position to own the best companies that present the best value at that time. Not backwards looking, forward looking. You can identify 600, 700 data points. You can, I mean, the, the technology out there to identify companies that present the best risk reward is uh, significant today. And we absorb that cost. And, and it's just, a, you know, kind of an investment in our business because that is when, when you have, uh, when you look at the money that you have invested on the growth side, on the equity side, that's going to generally present the best opportunity for you to continuously um, you know, have the greatest rate of return. And I just can't stand when I see people, you know, round trip a stock, which is, you know, I bought it, you know, at 20, it goes to 40 and, and, and it's back to 25. I mean, why? I mean, you know, the, the risk reward characteristics, um, when that's, you bought something at 20 and it went to 40, well, they had to be different, right? I mean, you never go broke taking a profit. And it's always constructing the best of the best companies that present the best value at that time. That is something that I think we really have to get across to people. And that's active management because you can't wear out a stock. And we're going to talk about feelings 
uh, here in, in the next segment. So you're listening to Destination Retirement. If you want to have a call with us this week, Paige will schedule that. Just give her a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. If this is your first time listening to us, thank you. If you'd like to catch uh, past episodes, you can do that. We podcast every show at our or on our website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com click on the radio button and you can listen to all of the shows. If you find any value, please send those links on to individuals or companies that may uh, find value in listening to what you are listening to. That would be great. We would greatly appreciate that. Obviously we want to get our educational message out to as many individuals as we can. Everything we do is to provide a profoundly different investment experience. Clearly, if you've listened to the show, you know that certainly by now, uh, if you'd like to schedule a time to have a conversation, you know, there's a lot going on in the market. If you want to talk about your fixed income and why it's down, uh, how to recoup, how to stop the losses, how to, re you know, a repair strategy, like we talked about in the first segment. If you missed that, I would encourage you to listen to it. Give us a call. You can call Paige. Paige will set a time for us to talk this week, 630-492-1912. 6304921912 so um let's see fixed income and those losses and how to recoup losses and then that was segment 1 if you missed it you know you want to definitely listen to that segment 2 we talked about equities and uh, kind of a you know kind of our philosophy our thought process there and i want to talk you know in this segment at least uh for a few minutes about making decisions based upon uh, are you comfortable, are you not comfortable, and how that it can become challenging. And if you look at the numbers, and I mean, these are all widely published, but generally speaking, the more money you have uh, as individuals, the better your returns. And I don't think it's because they're getting, maybe they are getting better advice, but they recognize that certainly in the institutional space, uh, those returns, if you look at kind of the endowments and the pension funds, and there's a whole host of reasons why I think they continuously outperform the individual investor. You've probably seen the study that, you know, if, if the individual investor trails, you know, just the overall market significantly. And I think because a lot of those decisions are made based on emotions and based on gut feel and based upon, you know, do I fully understand this? There are so many strategies that you just may not understand. I was talking with uh, a new client and um, she's a coder uh, in the medical field. And, you know, just great conversation, great meeting. 
and the very basic things that she would be like, my goodness, this is like, you know, coding 101 to me may seem very complex just because I'm not in that field. I'm not in that space. Then the same goes for investing. And if you have a portfolio, and I've always said this, and, and I still believe it, and I believe it to this day, but if you have a portfolio that you fully understand every in and out of an investment or a strategy, every possible what if, every possible tax ramification, there's probably a, and again, this isn't for any everybody, but it's it's probably a very basic portfolio. It's probably a simple balanced portfolio that has equity and bonds. And that's a challenge. And, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, you can't wear out stocks, you can't wear out ETFs. And, you know, when you look at today, kind of the sophistication of many, many strategies that exist, you just may not fully understand it. And so this individual, um, you know, I've, I've heard it from them multiple times. Well, we're just not comfortable with um, not understanding fully every single strategy. Maybe we'll talk with our current advisor again. And this particular individual, they had a lot of money on the fixed side. And they were with a firm that, you know, everybody you know knows, a big do-it-yourselfer uh, that has an 800 number for an advisor that you could talk to. And what they were going to do was, you know, go back to that advisor when their their goal was, you know, four and a half, five, six percent a year. That's it. And I say that's it. I mean, I guess that's towards the historical norms. But if you look at the last 10 years, you know, that's what led me to believe, well, that's it. Only five percent kind of takes me back to early 2000s when the markets were, um, you know, just doing crazy numbers. And you tell a client you're up 20 percent and, and it's well, what did you do wrong? <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, who knows if we're getting back. Well, I don't think we're getting back there, but so their goal was to, you know, get four or five percent, very, very risk adverse. And 70% of their portfolio, you know, plus or minus was in fixed income. And that fixed income bucket is down 18% for the year. Now it might be down slightly less, but why in the world would you go back to an advisor that recommended you invest in fixed income pre? the interest rate hikes when we all knew that they were coming and you're down now with your safe money, 15 to 18% and they can't sleep. I mean, goodness. I mean, and, and who wants to be that way when you're, you know, you're retired and you go back to that advisor and the answer is, well, it's okay. Just wait. And again, you know, those are, those are just the things that drive me just up a wall. Um, and, and it's not the individual because, it has nothing to do with, you know, the individual. And, and I, you know, made sure that, that they understood that. And I think the moral of the story is that sometimes you're not going to be comfortable. Sometimes change is hard. Change for me, you know, we bring on new clients all the time and they're always leaving, you know, another advisor or they're, they were doing it themselves and they recognize that, you know, the markets are going to be much more challenging, probably not something that I want to do anymore. So I understand change is hard. But you have to get over that because it's probably not as hard as continuously losing money or, um, you know, not recouping, you know, those losses. So gut feel, human emotions, fully understanding strategies, you have to just trust somebody. You have to just, you know, go with a strategy that you know what the return levers are, you know what 
you know, some sort of a defined worst case is. I mean, listen, there are strategies, and, and if, if this is you, then we need to talk. But there are strategies that you don't even have to put your principal at risk, and you can still get today, oh, on average, over kind of a, a, a seven to 10 year period, you know, what we expect at least, somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, five to, to kind of on the very high side, 9%. Now, again, there are limitations. There are things that you have to know. But I mean, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, I understand that, you know, they've made what they've made and they're very, very content and, and they just don't want to lose it. And they recognize the value of compounding money. And if you're content with, you know, mid to upper mid single digit returns and for the trade off is you don't need to, to worry about the economy. You don't need to worry about um, you know, a war, you don't need to worry about, you know, interest rates, recession, this, that one person says this thing, the other person says the other thing. I mean, it's enough to drive anybody crazy, especially when you're retired. Um, you know, those strategies exist, but there's a trade-off and, and the trade-off generally is the extreme high returns that, that you may experience if you have, you know, your, your, your money at risk. So, uh, anyways, uh, Paige is here to schedule a time for us to talk this week. Uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So I'm hearing often, you know, is this the end or is it only the beginning of a, uh, you know, a recession, a bear market? Are we in um, a bull market that's starting, a new bull market? Are we in a bear market? When we see these bounces, you know, do we immediately, you know, jump back in? And I mean, the reality is, that we're facing challenges, individuals are facing challenges that are more, uh, are significantly more challenging uh, than anything that I have faced in, you know, since I've been in the business. Uh, I started uh, 97, 98, uh, and I have not seen a mix of, you know, just economic indicators, economic headwinds, uh, future economic headwinds. Uh, ever. And, and that doesn't mean that the markets are going to go down because the markets really don't care, you know, what it is that I think. I mean, they don't care what anybody thinks. And, you know, these are things that, you know, we were talking a lot about in June of 2000 that, you know, the market doesn't ring a bell and say, hey, you know, now's the time to protect. Now's the time to put on your hedges. Now's the time to raise cash because we're about to go down. Um, but that's unfortunately what I think a lot of people expect. And so I don't know if this is the end or if it's the beginning. I'm asked that question all the time. We're very truthful that nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, you can't read minds. And it seems like you have to be a mind reader today uh, because, you know, good news is bad news. Bad news is good news. And we're just in one of those periods of time where, uh, it's going to be very challenging. And what I want individuals to recognize is that, yes, investing is long-term without a doubt. I mean, but that doesn't mean that it's okay to just accept um, kind of significantly bad uh, near-term, you know, results unless, you know, those results can be explained. For example, do we have cash? Okay, the market's down a lot, but we have a lot of cash. And then ultimately, when the markets rebound, well, you're going to recoup those losses much, much faster than a buy and hold strategy. And then we're off to the races, right? And when you do that over time, 
And that's ultimately how you start to separate yourself from, from market returns. So yeah, I, I don't know if this is the end or the beginning. I know that we need to have maximum protection in place. I think we need to err on the side of uh, maybe slightly lower returns. Um, and, and in return, um, we, you know, we have the potential that if the markets do go down more to where you can buy things you know, at a significant discount, and, and, and so that's kind of where we're at with that. I mean, nobody knows, right? It, it's just you have to have different return drivers inside of your portfolio today that you may not have had in the past. We have to have strategies that are cash flowing no matter what, or I say no matter what, but no matter what happens in the market, no matter what happens in the interest rate market directly, it, it's not directly affected um, by those, uh, you know, the market and the interest rate and the bond market. And those strategies exist. And there's significant tax strategies. We're meeting with a lot of individuals today who have concentrated positions, who want to get out of those concentrated positions, but they don't want to pay the, the huge tax uh, capital gains. Well, there are strategies that can defer some or all of those, depending upon how much you invest. And those strategies um, are cash flowing generally double digits. Uh, doesn't mean that there's not risk. Doesn't mean that there's not things that we have to go over because any investment has a risk, even if it's a you know, a government bond, you know, a government bond. I you know, met with a, uh, an investor a couple of years back who, you know, sold a business and, and just put all of his money in government bonds. And because, you know, at that time, you know, it was enough money that it would ultimately pay to, to buy 30-year government bonds. Well, I mean, that's a challenge when you're looking now at your statement and it's down a third from what it was. And not only that, your opportunity cost is, is significant because, you know, the government bonds today are paying 3x what they were paying, you know, back then. So it's just all what are we trying to accomplish? And that is, you know, what we, you know, we want to make sure that we're um, hedging away all the risks, you know, whatever your goals, whatever your objectives are. Uh, and then we want to, you know, hedge away the what ifs to allow you or at least give you the best chance to, you know, accomplish your goals and objectives. So We'll talk about lump sum pensions um, uh, afterwards, or not afterwards, but in the next segment. If you want to chat with us this week, give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining me this morning. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this radio show that you're listening to. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Everything we want to do and provide for investors who allow us uh, to help them is for our experience to be profoundly different. We call it a profoundly different investment management experience, whether it comes to financial planning, whether it comes to risk management, hedging, and the strategies that we bring to our client base. Ultimately, many are unique, many are different. Uh, tax strategies are something that I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about today, or not today, but, but this segment rather, the last segment, 
uh, before we get out of here for, for the weekend. So any questions that you may have, uh, no question is too small. Um, you know, we want to help those that want help. It's not predicated upon some, you know, asset minimum. It's for those that want help. Those are the individuals that we want to work with. And that is something that we adhere to and we will always adhere to uh, as long as, you know, this is my company and my firm. So that is what we're here for. So you can schedule time to talk with me this week. Uh, Paige uh, will schedule that. It's, you know, simple 15 to 20 minute introductory call to learn about what you're doing, what uh, you like, what you don't like, your fears, your goals, your objectives. What do you not feel you're accomplishing? Why are you reaching out? And we'll just get to know a little bit more about your situation and see if we can add value. So you can call Paige now, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Uh, so tax planning. Uh, if you've listened to us, you know that I think uh, two of the, the um, when, when it comes to individual investing, you just not seen proactive, significant, meaningful tax reduction strategies in the kind of hundred thousand dollar to five million dollar space. They're just not there. Uh, the 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 average advisor, if you're with a big um, national you know brokerage firm or bank, they just don't have them at their disposal. The firms will limit what they can, um, you know. Uh, offer to those individuals. So the most proactive tax strategies you're getting is is tax loss harvesting, which is you know trying to match you know gains versus losses and investing in you know a proxy for that investment so you can realize the loss and then after 30 days go back into that strategy. I mean that is not proactive tax planning in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we're talking about strategies that can qualify for 100% bonus depreciation. Uh, that means that you can get significant tax benefits. The 100% bonus depreciation uh, ends at the end of this year, and then it 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 it, it's, it kind of phases out. Um, but the 100% uh, bonus depreciation, unless it's you know voted upon again, I think it has to be voted upon again. Uh, but it does start to phase out at the end of the year. And what that means to investors is, you can greatly reduce your taxable income. So if you sold a building, if you sold a business, if you have highly appreciated stocks that have significant capital gains, uh, you know, you want to defer those or you want to minimize those rather. Um, here's a strategy that you can invest in. We're not talking anything about the investment itself. All right, let's leave that for another conversation. I'm talking simply tax strategies that if you invest $100,000, well, you could reduce your taxable income your capital gains, active, passive income by, you know, we say on average 80%. So that would be $80,000 per $100,000 invested. I think it'll be a little higher. I think it'll be closer to 90 to 94%, but we want to err on the side of, you know, being conservative. And so we let's use, use that 80% number. So think about that. So you invest $100,000, you invest a million dollars, you invest $10 million, whatever it is. Um, and you have $80,000 if it's 100,000 or if it's a million you have, you know, worse I don't want to say worst case, but you know, we're budgeting for you could have $800,000 of uh, losses that you can for accounting purpose. That's what depreciation is. It has nothing to do with the NAV, the net asset value of the underlying security, the underlying investment rather. 
um, but you're able to to reduce your taxable income significantly. You sold a business and you've got 10 million bucks or you sold a business, you have a million dollars or you sold a business, you have $100,000 in, in uh, taxes. Well, let's look at strategies that can defer that, that can minimize that, can greatly minimize that. If you look at the higher net worth and you look at you know, industries that have significant depreciation, you know, energy comes to mind and, and there's many strategies, you know, many industries out there, they're just legally deferring or minimizing their tax bill. If you make a bunch of money, you know, generally, you know, we like to say, you know, over 300,000 a year, you know, kind of that 300 to $2 million a year. Well, you're paying a lot in taxes. Well, what if we could reduce that? And that is something that I don't talk enough about. Um, and I don't know why I don't talk enough about it because it's just so fantastic uh, of a strategy when it comes to tax reduction. So the long and the short of it is if you want to defer taxes, if you want to reduce your tax liability, uh, let's have a conversation. And, it's, you know, there's good, there's bad, there's strategies that, you know, we wouldn't invest in that are still, you know, very uh, beneficial as far as tax reduction. And then there are some that, you know, meet our risk return and our, our, our risk characteristics of what we look for in investment that we're very, very comfortable with. And so tax reduction strategies, when it comes to the um, kind of advisor that works mainly with individuals, it's generally just not there. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, talk with uh, Paige today. She'll set a time for us to have an introductory uh, call this week. So we got tax planning uh, that we really want to focus on. And then we want to focus on other strategies. And, and again, these are strategies that are just not readily owned uh, in the $100,000 to kind of 5 to $10 million space. These are strategies that produce cash flow. Cash flow strategies, strategies that are not affected, their cash flow and their distributions rather are not affected by the market going up or by the market going down. Those are things that I think are going to win the day, you know, for they always are good and they're always, you know, good to have in a portfolio. But if we're in a market where, you know, the markets go up a lot, they go down a lot, but net net, you know, we don't have that 13 to 15 percent annualized depreciation like we've had, you know, over the last five to 10 years. Well, a good portfolio will have strategies inside of that portfolio that are going to pay distributions that are not dependent upon the market going up or interest rates going up or down. Uh, they act independent of the equity markets. And again, it, it comes back down to, you know, being comfortable. It comes back down to, do I fully understand things? And those are the things that we want to talk about, that we want to share with individuals that there are investments out there today. Everybody thinks of real estate. You know, a lot of real estate funds are, are great funds. Uh, we don't own a lot of real estate funds. We, um, I think real estate is going to be in for, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult, you know, for the next handful of years. Uh, that's not me saying that real estate isn't a good investment. I think, you know, generally if you're doing real estate, I think, you know, I would prefer not to be in a big fund uh, because there's not a whole lot of barrier to entry uh, to, you know, owning real estate or owning rental properties or, um, you know, just, you know, trying to take advantage of a depressed, you know, location. 
So if you're going to own real estate, we like kind of small one-off strategies or kind of those that you do on your own. You don't really need me to do that. Um, but when it comes to financial advice, you see all these big real estate funds that own, you know, the big box stores that own apartment buildings that own, um, you know, just, you know, senior living facilities. And, and generally, I just haven't had a good experience with those. Now, there are some good ones. Um, but over the years, I just haven't had a good experience with that. And if you look at kind of the Vanguard REIT index, many times you would just be better off investing in that. So, you know, when it comes to alternatives, you know, alternative investing is really, I think, an alternative is anything that's not a stock or a bond. And there are some energy infrastructure strategies today, you know, one in particular that we find very appealing that, you know, cash flows, you know, can cash flow, you know, north of, uh, the distributions, you know, between 10 and 19% a year. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that, you know, you hear kind of strong cash flow stories where people immediately think, well, it's too good to be true. Well, it could be in some and it could be not in some. So, you know, if you look at strategies that are, you know, just highly profitable and industries that are highly profitable and very predictable, and when we look at kind of what worst case is and, you know, a lot has to go wrong for worst case to happen. I think the cash flow bucket of your portfolio is could help you win the day if we see a lot of volatility over the next three to five years. And I'm convinced that with people that I meet with, that the only real true alternative that is not directly tied to the equity markets is real estate. And we have to expand that, you know, we have to expand that in you know, strategies that are readily available for, you know, most individuals, as long as you're accredited, which is uh, accreditation is uh, a minimum net worth exclusive uh, of your primary residence of over a million dollars. Well, you have some strategies to take advantage of that just aren't there for everybody. And again, doesn't mean that, you know, there's a lot of great ones, there's a lot of bad ones. But if we can greatly reduce your taxable income, give you significant tax benefits and then give you a strategy that has very very strong you know distributions and very very strong uh, cash flow that's going to be paid to the investor and then you know some potential upside you know down the road as far as a capital appreciation that's probably something that you know ultimately we want to at least have that conversation about and you know we like to say that's a kind of a 10 to 15 percent allocation of a portfolio uh, if you look at the endowment world, it's generally a lot more. Typically, the more assets you have, the more of allocate you allocate towards those types of strategies. But I think a 10 to 15% allocation weighting of a total portfolio is very appropriate, is very prudent. Uh, again, doesn't mean that there's not risks, there's, there's not you know, concerns, there's not things that we need to talk about, uh, because there is, but uh, the benefits you know, can be substantial. So Hopefully you got a lot out of the show this week. You know, I thought a lot about kind of my conversations that I was having with, you know, new uh, clients who are new investors who are looking for new advice, new advisors. They're tired of doing it on their own. They're looking for new strategies. And, um, you know, there's a lot out there. And I think today it comes down to kind of stopping the losses, right? And then what is, how are we going to recoup those, those losses that we've experienced? And I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm really focused on kind of the, the fixed income side, um, you know, the equity side, you know, things go up, things go down. I mean, that's just equity investing. Maybe your strategy was wrong. Maybe your allocation was wrong. 
maybe you're working with, you know, a, a buy and hold investor where you, you're going to hold through the good, through the bad. And if that's what you want, don't pay somebody to do that. You can do it on your own. I'm really talking about when I talk about the repair, I'm talking about the fixed income, the safe money of your portfolio. When somebody says balanced, I have a balanced portfolio. Well, you tell the advisor, well, it's not so balanced because, you know, the safe money that was the quote unquote balanced uh, or what made the balanced, um, you know what I'm getting at, <laughs> you know, the 30 to 40 percent that was supposed to be a volatility buffer. Well, in many instances, I'm now down 15 to 20 to 30 percent. So let's have a conversation about that. Call Paige. She'll set a time for us to have a talk to, uh, this week. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Thanks so much for listening. KUHNCP.com if you want to listen to past shows. We look forward to talking with you again next week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.